0: Welcome to Denim Wrapped Nightmares, Tipsy Exchange Podcast, where we explore the Supernatural series, episode by episode.
1: Over drinks, we'll discuss the lore, the gore, and what we adore about the Winchesters and their adventures.
0: I'm Burley, and I'm a new fan of the series.
1: I'm La, and I'm here along for the ride. Now let's
0: On our last episode, All Hell Breaks Loose Part 1, Sam got abducted by the yellow-eyed demon, as did all the other demon children that we've seen throughout the series so far. There was Andy from Simon Said and Ava from Hunted and two new demon children that we were introduced to in that episode who all had special abilities. And they all had to fight it out for the last one standing. Turned out Ava knew the rules first. So the game was rigged. But then Yellow Eyes let Sam and Jake know what the rules were as well. So they ended up taking everybody out and were the last two standing. Jake killed Sam. But... He waited to do it until Dean was there to literally watch his brother get murdered and cradle his brother as he died in his arms. And Bobby was there as well, but even Bobby couldn't stop it. It was sad. I cried.
1: Yeah, I did not, but it was sad.
0: <laughs> I cried at the beginning of this one, too.
1: Yeah, well, this one starts. We see Sam laid out on a dirty mattress.
0: He's you dead. did not like that shit. Well, I was like, at least,
1: like, put your jacket down or something. Like, it's gross. But anyway, I guess it doesn't matter because he's dead. Right. Surprise. He's dead. <laughs> That's not very nice. Dean is watching over him, and he's, you can tell he's, he, he looks a little, a little rough. He probably hasn't slept, you know? He's pretty upset that his little baby brother's dead, and he's just staring at his dead body. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, it's not a great situation. And Bobby walks in with some chicken. And keeps telling Dean he needs to eat. No no interest in eating. He's pissed. Rightfully so. Bobby asks uh Dean if he'll go with him because there's something big is about to go down and he needs his help and it's like end of the world type big shit. But Dean's like, then let it end. I mean, what what does he have? He has nothing left now. His whole family's dead. Can't blame him. Bobby says he doesn't mean it and that he thinks that. He really shouldn't be left alone right now, especially with his dead brother in the next room. But Dean asks Bobby to leave him, and he does. But before he left, he does mention, you know, and asks, like, don't you think it, we should probably bury
0: Sam, you know? Like, But no, Dean doesn't want to. He just wants to keep watching him. That's when Dean gives that speech to Sam about how it was his job to keep him safe and all that other stuff, and I started crying. Oh, yeah. And he was all upset, and his chin was vibrating. Yeah. And all of that. And L.A. didn't cry because she doesn't have a heart.
1: hmm <laughs> Well, I mean, I was like, I know he's not done.
0: <laughs> I know we've <sighs> got 13 more seasons yeah, to get I mean, through.
1: <laughs> I'm sure, like, maybe if I was watching it back in the day when it was coming out weekly or whatever, I'd be, like, upset. But, I mean, you know. Yeah. Yeah. True. Anyway. True. Now we find out that Jake... Is still alive, that when Bobby went traipsing after him, he did not track him down, he did not kill him. And the demon is with him and tells him that he won. He's the one. Everybody else is dead. The demon's talking about how now that he's he's the one left, he's gonna need him to do something for him. Can't remember the rest of that conversation.
0: Well, Jake at this point is oh. still thinking that he's going to kill the demon. But he's playing along in the in the meantime.
1: The demon tells Jake he really doesn't have much of a choice because he threatens Jake's mother and sister and that he's going to have to do his bidding or he's going to take them out.
0: Ew, he said, I'll make sure they know what their chewy intestines taste like or something. Yeah, like, it was oh, gross. It was gross. I was like, Jesus. Yeah. Calm down, yellow eyes. Yeah. And then that's where I had the note after that was
1: dean talking to sam how when they were little and sam was always asking him questions about what was going on he wouldn't tell him he said he just wanted him to be a kid and that you know dad didn't even have to tell me like i just knew it was my job to protect you always dean's breaking down out of nowhere he just like hops up gets in the car and takes off and you can tell he's fucking pissed he's on a mission we see him wind up at the crossroad and he's got his little ten. He goes in the middle of the crossroad, buries it, and the very sass—not sassy—sultry, very sultry, sultry demon mm-hmm. shows up. She flashes her red eyes, and then she's once again. She was like taunting him in the episodes of horror when she was there, and she's doing it again with him. You know, he wants to make the deal. He like she said before. You know, let Sam live. Give me ten years. Deal. She says no, and she's like. What would I want with your garnished soul? It's tarnished anyway. Mm-hmm. I was like, bitch. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't want to give him 10 years. He asks for five. She says no. Eventually, they decide that she will bring Sam back, and she gives Dean one year,
0: yeah. which sucks. Yeah.
1: So Sam does wake up. He's seems like he's in pain. There's a red, red stuff on his back, and Dean comes in. So excited to see him. And Sam starts asking questions because he doesn't really remember. And Dean, of course, is just like avoiding it. He's like, oh, yeah, you, you got hurt. Bobby patched you up. You know, we're all good. And he he tells Sam about the roadhouse burning down and that ash is gone. And Sam is all of a sudden hopped up, even though he was, seemed like he was in pain just minutes ago. But he is ready to go. Dean is, like, really wanting Sam to get some rest, you know, maybe take it easy, because he knows he just came back from the dead. (laughs) (laughs) But Sam, nah, nah. They gotta go get Bobby, get started, saving the world. And they show up to Bobby's house, and Bobby immediately, you can tell Bobby knows what happened, what went down, and he is fuming underneath. Yeah. Like, Dean won't even look at him in the eye. And Sam's just so casual like, hey, Bobby, like, would you, I just saw you a little while ago. No big deal. Come out. comes in. He shows them a map. Was it was it Wyoming, too? Or was it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He
0: said that there was demonic omens signs everywhere across the country, except for in this one section of Wyoming. It's like they're circling it and they couldn't. They didn't know why. They were like, we have no idea why they aren't going into this one section of Wyoming, why it's happening everywhere else. You know, electrical storms, all the stuff we've heard them say throughout the season. Right. uh, Is what Bobby was saying is that he was hearing from other hunters and stuff like that.
1: Well, (laughs) Bobby tells Dean that he's got some other books back in the truck and uh, come help him load those in. And they go out to the scrapyard and Bobby is like, what the hell did you do? Mm -hmm. And he I mean, he already knows. Yeah. And he, you know, he asks him how long he got. He tells him a year. I mean, Dean just like has no self worth. He tells Bobby, you know, at least now, you know, my life will mean something. I saved my brother. And Bobby's like, you like, your life didn't mean something before. Like you weren't doing good things. I mean, yeah, he did some bad things, but I mean, you're basically like going around the world saving people for no money. You have like, just because you know it's the right thing to do. I mean, come on. Bobby's upset. Dean very kindly asks Bobby not to tell Sam, and Bobby kind of breaks down a little. But then they hear something and they both hide, and Ellen shows up. She survived. She did not burn down with the Roadhouse. Bobby and Dean take her inside, and Bobby ch- tests her with a shot of holy water just to make sure <laughs> she's legit who she is. So she takes it down like nothing, then asks for some whiskey. Bobby mentions that Ellen had a safe down, I think, in the basement of the roadhouse. And she asks if the demons got it. And she said no and pulls out a map of her own, which it's also a map of Wyoming. But there are all these different X's marked on it. And she she shows them that it ends up being a devil's trap over Wyoming between the churches that William Colt built and then the railroad that he built that crosses the lines that makes the devil's trap.
0: And that was actually the information that Ash had.
1: So oh, yeah, I figured yeah. that. Yeah. While, while
0: Ellen was out, she said Ash called and said that there was something in the safe. And mm-hmm. so that's what she went and got before she left. She didn't know. Ellen didn't know what it was. Uh, and then Bobby kind of figured it out. Because, of course, he did. Mm-hmm.
1: He's Bobby. They mentioned that demons aren't able to cross those lines, so this the demon thereafter couldn't possibly get in there. But Sam knows that Jake is the one that won, so he would be doing whatever the demon needed him to do, so he can cross the lines.
0: Yeah, I think the way they worded it, I think that's I think it was Bobby who said no full blooded demon could go in there, and that's when we kind of realized, oh, but a half blood could. Because we know Sam can touch iron. Sam can drink holy water. So that means Jake can do all those things too. So he's going to have no problem crossing. We see
1: Jake pull up to this railroad track. And he's standing there. And the demon shows up and tells him that what the thing he needs him to do now is to take the colt gun and go into this cemetery that's in, in the devil's trap. And open it with the gun. The gun is the key. And I think Jake gives a little pushback, but eventually, like, the demon hands him the gun, and he's on his way to the crypt.
0: Well, the demon tells him, this is literally the only weapon on Earth that could kill me. And Jake originally, as soon as he gets it in his hands, holds it up to shoot him. But then the demon is able to kind of seduce him over completely. That you know, you've gone AWOL. The army's not going to take you back. What are you going to do after this? What are you going to do after you kill me? Nothing. You know, why not just do what I want you to do and you'll have money, success, you know, all the things demons promise you. So Jake gets completely tempted to the dark side.
1: Well, we see Jake come up to the crypt. It's it looks like a little a mausoleum
0: or whatever. Mm-hmm. What's a mausoleum? Am I thinking?
1: That's what I was going to say. That's what yeah. it is? Okay, okay. Behind him, we see Sam, Dean, Bobby, and Ellen all come out from where they were hiding, guns up on him. Jake is very surprised to see Sam, and he that's when he explains to him that, no, I purposely stabbed you in your sp- spinal cord. You were dead. There's no way you could have survived that. And Jake tells Ellen to put the gun to her head, so he has all these other abilities now besides his super strength. And she puts it up to her to her temple. He's threatening everybody that he'll blow her brains out if they don't lower their weapons. He tells them to lower them. They do. He turns around, puts the gun in, and it the lock starts spinning. But Sam gets up, gets his gun, and shoots Jake in the back about four or five times. Yeah. He falls to the ground, and Sam comes over him and hesitates for a second, but then he shoots Jake in the face, head, like, Two or three more times. Takes
0: him out. Mm-hmm. We saw Sam nostrils in action. Oh,
1: yeah. In this scene
0: again. We haven't seen those in a while. Yeah, yeah. The flare, flaring nostrils.
1: So, yeah, not something
0: we know of our Sam that he would do, but mm-hmm. the
1: gate to hell is now opened after... There was no stopping it from opening, I think, once the lock started spinning. The demon shows up, and he... Is after Sam and kind of taunting him that, you know, did you see what Sam did just back there? Like, that's not like him. Are you sure what you brought back was 100% Sam? And he's got the gun. Was it the cult that he has raised to Dean? Yeah, the demon had, had the cult. Right. And he's about to shoot Dean when we see kind of like an apparition forming. And then it ends up being daddy. He grabs him from grabs the demon from behind, throws him down. The demon kind of like throws John, like knocks him out. It almost looks like
0: well, he smogged out of his body, and the only reason I remember this is because whenever he was going back into the body, he was going yum 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 yum." his mouth. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, after it's back in him, he stands up, but Dean has the Colt now and shoots him in the heart and he he goes down and he is finally dead. John comes over to Dean and I think he puts his hand on his shoulder and like just he doesn't say a word but you could tell he's just like looking at him like he's proud of him. Just kind of casually looks over at Sam like, "Hey Sam," and then steps backwards <laughs> and then disappears which I was like, "Once again, he just kind of bypasses Sam." But whatever. I know what that feels like. So <laughs> They, so they save the day, everything's good. Sam's alive, but Sam, they get to the they get to the car, and Sam is kind of questioning Dean about what's going on there. Like Jake looked like he saw a ghost, and what, from what he said, I should be dead. And Dean's like, "Oh, whatever, you know, no big deal. Don't don't worry about it." And Sam knows what happened, and he asks him how long he got. Dean tells him a year, and Sam's not happy. I can't remember his exact wording, but he basically ended up saying, like, you know, like, I would do anything for you, just like you did for me. But he's still upset that he did it. And as they're talking, Ellen and Bobby walk up and Ellen mentions that there's going to be a ton of other demons that escaped from the doors or the gateway from hell that while it was opened. So they've got some work to do. And I think that's how it ends. I don't know.
0: Yeah, because it was a flashback to the end of the pilot episode, except for this time right. it's Dean saying we got work to do and closing the trunk of the Impala. Right. Yeah. It was almost an ex- a mirrored shot, which I thought was a nice little homage back to season one. Yeah. So yeah, that's the end of the season. Nice. hmm No gore. Mm-mm. So what do you adore about this episode?
1: I liked when Sam was talking to Dean, confronting him about what he did. Yeah, And their little conversation, I, I thought that was sweet. Because, you know, they're so in love with each other. So <laughs> yeah. I liked seeing that again. You know, the relationship issues they have and how much they love each other.
0: And when Dean was talking to Sam's corpse, getting that glimpse of how their mm. what their childhood was like again. Yeah, because once again, poor Dean just didn't have a child. Yeah, not at all. Not at all. Get, getting reminded of that. Just like with the part one episode, I liked... They tied up a lot of loose ends with these two episodes. The demon children, yellow eyes, this cult thing. A lot of things got tied up. Nice. Into the lore. According to photors.com, various mythologies and urban legends around the world have long purported that hell isn't just a part of the afterlife, but a place that can be accessed from this mortal plane. That is, if you find your way to the right volcano, abandoned city, or perpetually burning fire. So allow us to play Virgil to your Dante. Hop in the nearest handbasket. Get ready to go to hell. Mm, no thanks. So I hope I'm, I'm going to have some doozies here as far as pronunciations go. So, Fingdu, China. Fingdu has a long history in the Taoist tradition of being known as a portal to hell. A place called Fingdu Ghost City is located on Ming Mountain in the municipality of Chongqing. I'm probably butchering this stuff. I'm so sorry. The area was deemed a ghost city during the Eastern Han Dynasty when two Taoists achieved immortality on Ming Mountain via self-cultivation. This was around the same time people began to believe that the king of hell was living in Fingdu. Additionally, Ming Mountain is home to the Nahi Bridge, which is said to connect the mortal realm to the underworld. I really shouldn't have done this. These words, man. Derwezi Turkmenistan. In the middle of Karakam Desert in Turkmenistan is the door to hell, a burning natural gas field That for all intents and purposes, certainly looks like a gate to hell. It was set on fire on purpose by geologists to stop the spread of methane gas. It has been burning ever since 1971 and is 230 feet wide. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Then we've got Waipio Valley, Hawaii. I know like somebody out there, some geographer or something is going to hear this and just be like this bitch is a dumbass. She hasn't pronounced any of these things correctly. I think you did that one right. Oh, man. You wouldn't look at this lush, gorgeous beach with its waterfalls and black sand and immediately think, ah, this must be a gate to hell. But think again. According to Hawaiian folklore, a gate to the lower world, Luau O'Milu, lies here. Sure, it's currently hidden by a bunch of sand, but it's still there. You don't just rid yourself in an entrance to hell that easily. According to the legend, one can enter the Hawaiian land of the dead by leaping off one of the sea cliffs. Mm-hmm. Then we have Mount, Osori, uh, Mount Osor, Japan. It is said that an entrance to hell is located within this mountain in northern Japan that's known for expelling sulfur dioxide. Nearby is Laku Usori, which, legend has it, is actually the Sanzu River. And that's the river that, according to legend, the dead must cross prior to reaching the afterlife. Oh, and Osor also means fear in Japanese. So there's that. There's also Hell's Gate Park in Kenya. You know this one's legit because it's in the name. Ah. (laughs) This entrance to hell, which is also a national park, is a site of extreme geothermal activity. We're talking volcanoes and plumes of geothermal steam billowing out. Truly a wonder to see. Is it also a gate to hell? Technically, yes. It's Hell's Gate National Park. Duh. And then the last one I'm going to talk about on this list. There were actually quite a few. But this one is Stull, Kansas. Because... We got to do Kansas, right? hmm This unincorporated county in Kansas is located inside of Douglas County and was founded in 1857. The town has been notorious for being possessed by demonic forces ever since the 1970s. And many claim that a gate to hell is located in the area. Some claim it's in Stoll Cemetery, while others claim it's by Stoll United Methodist Church. Hmm. But there's a lot of other ones. Pennsylvania, Ireland, Louisiana. So, yeah. Gates to hell. Cool. And who knew?
1: I didn't. So, to close that out, there's a quote from Dane to the demon after he's laying there dead. And he tells them, that was for our mom, you son of a bitch.
0: Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Denim Wrapped Nightmares. Follow us on Twitter or Instagram, leave
1: a review, and let us know how we can get involved in the fandom. This was fun.
0: Jerk. It always is, bitch.